Zeke, you got anything quick? My love life. Well, that's going to make both of us drink. Everyone, my name is John Edwards. With me, as always, is Zeke Baker, and together we make the Dad's Drink of Bourbon. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, thank you for making us part of your day. I know I said we weren't going to banter this week. Zeke, I'm sorry. We have received zero applications for the Zeke Baker Dad's Drinking Bourbon dating podcast. I just want you to know that. I feel like we should offer up a stop and smell the roses or something like for these women to want to go on a date with you, but no luck. So we are just going to move on and say, check out our friends at orcacoolers.com. Use code DADSEASON. You'll save 20% off your order. That is code DADSEASON. Check out our friends at distilleryproducts.com for wholesale laser glassware and finally if you want action get in on the action at action247.com tennessee's only sports book by tennesseans for tennesseans use code dads 100 it will match up to 400 dollars of your first deposit we're moving on we're going up the proof and this proof this year is 125.3 i am talking about mr william larue weller this is the uncut, unfiltered, weeded recipe in BTAC. The 2021 release was distilled in the winter of 2009 and aged in warehouses C, D, K, L, and Q. I already said this, but it registers, according to the press release, at 125.3 proof. Which, granted, isn't that the lowest proof other than way back in the day when it wasn't uncut, filtered that William LaRue has been? I mean, I mean they, they had that 18 year that was a 90 proof way, way back in the day. But I, I think since they went uncut and filtered with this, I think this is the lowest proof. At least I saw that in some group chats or boards or somewhere where I was occupying myself outside of work. So no, Zeke, you made me look this up, but 2000 to 2002, it was all 90 proof. 2005, it was 121.9. 2007, it was 117.9. It had been 123.4 in 2012. And then it kind of jumped up and it was 140.2 in 2014. They kind of went back down. So it was 128.2 in 2017, 125.7 in 2018 last year's was 134.5 so it's kind of jumped around everywhere so everybody's bored now that i read out a bunch of proofs hey man you're, you're gonna be great calling bingo one day when you're 70 i am ready what'd you think about this buddy nose wise i thought it was like toffee kettle corn maybe definitely like a warm popcorn but it was more toffee than like butterscotch and kettle to me but like the warmth aspect to it kind of threw that in for me as well it definitely reminded me of a bit of honey i thought that came off pretty good and then toward i guess the back of the nose as i would say it reminded me of this thing it's a holiday drink or beverage and i really don't know if it's with or without alcohol and knowing my family it was probably done both ways but I remember they, they would always serve it like a tall cylinder glass. It was warm. It was like a toddy or a tea. So it could have been spiked. And you always put like a little like long round cinnamon stick in it. You know what the hell I'm talking about? I don't remember if it had a name or not, but I definitely remember it being like a holiday drink that, that people made. Like I, drug? I, I don't even know if it had alcohol or not. I just remember like being a little kid and the family having it out. And like that was just the smell that came off of the room when people would, would pour this into a glass and, and you put the little sim stick in there or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a mold wine. 
Maybe. It's definitely warm. Like I say, it's in like a tall cocktail glass. It's dark looking like a tea. It could be a toddy. And you, you definitely put a cinnamon stick in there let it get warm with it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. it's mold wine. It's glug. M- memories from being a kid. But that was the smell that filled the room. It's the same thing I got on this nose, I thought, toward the back especially. Palette-wise, I thought you could definitely pick up some of the age and oak on this. But uh, I would definitely throw up Asterix in saying that it wasn't charry, salty, briny, bittery, whatever, similar to what I've picked up in a, a lot of the Weller foolproofs and even some of the OWAs that have been done in more recent years. For a second, I thought it was going to go that route. The bite starts to creep up, but then it just kind of stays at bay. It, it was weird how it just kind of neutralized itself and hung out you know, in its own little zone, so to speak. I thought it had undertones more of an overcooked marshmallow than rich baking spices. And, you know, there are some usual suspects there, such as caramel, vanilla, you know, the things most of us want to try to throw out there and get when we enjoy these things. But I thought it would be a reach to really list those as any type of dominant tasting note. I agree with a lot of your assessment. This one you need to let open up. You know, on first crack, when you go and try to nose this and have a sip of it, I thought the nose was a little faint. I got a little bit of a chalky mouthfeel when I first took a sip of it. I've had it now open for 30 minutes sitting in the glass, and that's really when that butterscotch, all that other stuff is really starting to take hold and and have that thick mouthfeel. Because that's the thing, at at the higher proof, at the 125 proof, I want something that's going to coat my mouth. It finally does that the longer you let it open. At first, I was like, man, I'm going to have to rank this one down lower, but it gets better and better the longer I let it sit. I'll just say that. I mean, I, I don't know if that means anything. Some people think that's a crock of shit. I mean, we've seen with enough Four Roses that sometimes you need to just let it breathe for a little bit, just like a good wine, before you actually dive into it. So I would say let this one breathe before you dive into it. I'll give it to you on viscosity, but I don't think it drives it home or pulls in a whole big bang for the buck. You know, profile-wise, I remember some of the previous years, these things, like, man, it was just pure candy, you know? You know, it's a tough year. We we haven't mentioned the elephant in the room, but it's a tough year all around. Not every year. That's a beautiful thing about BTAC. That's the thing I love the most about BTAC is it's different every year. You never know what you're going to get. It's like Forrest Gump's box of chocolates. Sometimes you get a cream filled. Sometimes you get a, a cherry filled. You never know what you're going to get. That's where you're going. That's where you're going. I kind of enjoy that, but I like this one more and more after I let it breathe. It definitely went from being low in my view to being very high in my view here. Again, it's one of those things you see it, especially if it's retail. We all know you, you can't say no. If anything, I would say of the three we've reviewed so far, the theme for me would definitely be if I landed any of these or a friend did. I would say, you know what? Let's go find a bar. It might not be cheap, but let's go ahead and taste it somewhere. I get it. But at the same time, if this came knocking on my door, I'm not saying no. No, and it's just even if, and I would think someone could find a previous year that might strike their fancy a bit more. I understand what you're saying. I'll I'll leave it at that. Just like some people can find that they like you more than me or me more than you, but you can't trade us for anyone. 
Yeah, I got that in my contract. No trade clause. <laughs> you know where to find us. You already have. Leave us an open and honest review, just like we leave open and honest reviews about the whiskey we drink. Zeke, where else can the folks find us? Nashville, Tennessee. Cheers. Ciao.